welcome to episode 163, season 8, episode 8 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Uh, I'm ill-equipped for a nice whip. Uh, Caleb Williams sucks. Oh. Quip. Quip. Okay. I thought you were going to have... I thought somebody was going to knock on your your door. It seems to be... Oh, hold on. Who's here? Oh, it's Caleb Williams. He wants his fingernails painted. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hello, please. Paint my fingernails. Is that what he sounds like? I don't know. It's kind of like my John C. Riley. Oh, okay. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was walking hey, uh, for a second. It's me, uh, John C. Riley. Sounds like John C. Riley playing uh, Kermit the Frog, possibly. <laughs> it's all the same. Ray Romano, John C. Riley, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> same voice. Same thing. Debra. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, joined by uh, Tom, also. Clemson was on by this week, but in my mind, Clemson's on by every week. So it's a, it's a good Today, this, this was a, just a normal Saturday for me. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, really good. Um all right, well, let's uh let's start out by talking about the polls, I guess. So um after week 7, here's where we're at in the AP. We got uh top 10, we got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington, Oklahoma, Penn State, and Texas as your first one-loss team. Then Oregon, uh, another one-loss team. We'll talk about that shortly. North Carolina Ugh, as your uh, tenth team. And Coach Paul, pretty much the same thing. But we got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington, Penn State, Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, and uh, North Carolina. Texas and Alabama are tied in the coaches' poll and votes. Uh, note that Texas beat Alabama, but uh, you know, pesky facts. Note. Yes, noted. It's because Alabama has one more win. That's why. Uh, Wait, what are we? That in, man. Additional data Wait. point. I like it. Yeah. The coaches' poll yeah. doesn't uh, isn't. Ray, I'm looking at it. Alabama is behind Texas. Oh, they have the same record. They, so they're tied. They're, it's the same amount of right. points. So it's same amount of votes. Yeah, they're tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Okay. When's UNC going to get some respect? Never. Never, man. After they beat Clemson. <laughs> is that <clears throat> is that worthy of respect? Uh, not not in the year of our Lord, 2023. Can you imagine in a being in a spot where uh, a win over Duke is more respectful than a win over Clemson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had that conversation on the Discord today that it looks like if UNC wins out, their best win is probably going to be Duke. So... What a world we live in. Meanwhile, you know what? Dabo's sick and tired of you Clemson fans having yeah, expectations top. that he set for the team. How dare you? Yeah, I know, right? First of all, how dare Remember you? Remember when best best is the standard was their slogan? Now it's just trying your best is the standard. Well, old Clemson. Uh, catch people up. Dabo said that Clemson basically needs to lose a bunch of games to set the fans straight in Clemson because they're they're too entitled. The man who said earlier, in, well, in the offseason, that this might might be one of his best teams is uh, the man. Expectations need to be reset. Who also mm-hmm. makes $12 million a year is saying, like, hold on now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> you know what? Maybe the people need to reset the expectations at Dabo Sweeney, and he needs to go. I wish. Do you they wish just that? gave an extention. Do you, you, wish, he would da- go? Do you yeah. wish Dabo would leave? 
Yes. Who would be your Who would be your hire if Dabo left? Tony Elliott. Who's your top three? You think we get, Venable, think we get Venables back? No. Well, I don't know. No, because it felt like his tie was to Dabo, not to Clemson. What was his? Uh, I mean, maybe. Where did he go to school? I think he went to Oklahoma. He went to Oklahoma. So I think Ooh, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. You're probably not pulling him then. But they also did him dirty when he left the first time. I don't know. So I don't know. I feel like he's got things so rolling who, there. They're going to the big, or no, not the big, the SEC. They are not going to yeah, the big. They're going yeah. to the SEC. And uh, yeah, he's rolling in alma mater, even if they did him dirty the first time. I don't know. Why, why would he want to go to a place like Clemson that has high expectations? And I don't know. It, it seems a little harder to to recruit there in some ways just because it. Yeah. There's, I promise you, it's. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's probably harder to recruit to Oklahoma than it is to recruit to uh, to South or to Clemson. I guess. I feel like they probably. But then who's okay? Yeah. So Venables be on your list. Who's else is on your list? <sighs> Maybe Elko. I don't know. Kirby Smart. Is there is there know, any like is there any alumni that you could persuade? That, uh, Dabo coaching tree is pretty rough. Um, I don't know. There are no good coaches that went to Clemson. I don't think. Hmm. Okay, I'm trying to think. Could one of the like a, you need what, to get like an up and comer coach? Tony Elliott. <laughs> what about? Uh, is there a Bowden free that could come back? There's always a Bowden. No. There's a, there is always a Bowden. There's not one that I want. Uh, what about Shane Bieber? There's a Bowden. There's a way. Shane Beamer, he'd have to, you know, come over on crutches since he broke his foot <laughs> kicking up something after the last week's loss. Uh, all right, we we've taken this conversation. What about, okay. What about oh, Garrett okay. Riley? Um, if they promoted Riley, I mean, I don't know. I the problem is I don't know how how good of a recruiter he is. That's what that's my about is. Billy Napier. I do not want Napier would never come back anyway, but I I don't I don't want Napier. What yeah, like about after Florida Jeff fires Scott. him? What about Jimbo Fisher after A and M fires him? No. <laughs> um, what about Coach Boom? What is he? Is he uh, coaching still? I don't even know. He's defensive coordinator at EGA. Oh, is he really co defensive what about coordinator? Co- Coach and waited Will wow. Muschamp of the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What about what about Lane Kiffin? Uh, I, I would take Lane. That'd be fun. It would be. I fun. think I would take Lane over Davo. I mean, we wouldn't have a defense, but I would prefer. You know, <clears throat> thinking about it, I'd prefer to not have a defense over not having an offense. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. If, if you got to pick one, at least you could be exciting. At least. Yeah, at least watching a good offense is fun. What about Deshaun Watson? He's not doing anything else. What about Brian Ferentz? He's, he's pretending he's injured, so he doesn't have to play for the Browns. Uh, he's literally pretending he's injured, stealing money from them. Question. Yeah. Uh, well, that's their own fault. Tom, what, what about yes. Brian Ferentz? No, I would not take anyone with the last name Ferentz. Okay. Hmm. All right. What about, I would take Oregon's coach. Landing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I. Who knows? He he may have some other opportunities coming up soon if he chooses to entertain those. I mean, they're moving to the big, so 
I would think that I don't money know who else would take it. Have to be like uh, it have to be like a up and coming coach. Other than that, I don't know. I'm looking at everyone in like the top twenty that's on this sheet here, and I can't think of anyone else as coach that I would want. Mac Brown, Scott Satterfield. <laughs> no. Uh, Lincoln Riley. I mean, he's not leaving, but no, no, unless he gets fired. Uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're not. I don't know. I don't really like any of these options either for you. Uh, what about Oregon State's head coach? Who is that? Jonathan Smith? Is that Jonathan Smith? What if he came and brought DJU back with him? That'd be great. That'd be hilarious. It would. All right, let, let's continue on. Let's talk about the FPI. It's the only poll that matters. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't need. Yeah, to. I think we should. You don't want to talk about it with the number one uh, team no. in there? We spent enough time. Get to the games for next week. <laughs> or this week, last week. <laughs> hey, I was trying to move it along like multiple times. and uh, Whatever. Fine. That was actually an interesting discussion and terrible FBI. Hold on. We'll play our quick game. Worst rated, okay. <laughs> worst rated power five team on the FBI. Uh, who is it? What's their rank? Wait, who was it last week? I don't remember. I don't either. It was... Oh, we're not looking. Uh, uh, it wasn't Virginia, was it? No, it wasn't Virginia. Someone was worse than them. It was somebody in the big. Was it like Indiana or someone? No, it's definitely not Indiana. Northwestern? I don't know. Who's... Okay, but guess who it is this week? I got it up here right now. Guess who it is? Give us a conference. It's too easy. Is it still the big? It's too easy. Is it still the big? I, no. I can tell you who the worst passing offense in FBS is uh, by okay, yards. But, uh, answer the question. I don't know. Um, I already guessed the Virginia. Wor- so. Just okay, that's wrong. Okay. Um, uh, you're not gonna give me the conference? No, it's too easy. <sighs> Damn it! Can you, can you tell me where in the country they are? No, too easy. <laughs> uh, There's only so many bad Power Five teams. I know. There's like five. To, it, Rutgers is actually like decent this year, so it's gotta be somebody else. Um, uh, who's in the Big Ten West? I can't remember. Iowa. It's not them. Minnesota. Illinois. Illinois. Indiana. Northwestern. No. It's not Northwestern. I don't think it's Wait, Northwestern. is Indiana Big West? Is it, it, <clears throat> no, Indiana's Big East. <laughs> okay. It's not Northwestern, right? Because you said that was last week? Or is it Northwestern? It's not. It's not Big Ten. We already said that. No, you didn't. Yeah. You said you wouldn't tell me what conference. You asked if it was okay, Big Ten. Big I said ten. no. Um, Is it ACC? No, just guess. <laughs> Five four three okay. two one guess. Uh, somebody in the pack, but I, I don't know who. Uh, I'm trying. I can't. I can't think of the teams in the in the pack. I think I probably know who. Five four three two one. Go go go. Stanford. 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 You got it right. It's Stanford. All right. Guess the rank. One oh seven. Ooh. I Andy? think I did that last week. Andy. I think I did it last year mm-hmm. or last week. Guess the rank. Uh. One oh nine. 103. Mm. Ooh, okay. Okay. And then okay. Vanderbilt's right above them. There you go. Where's Virginia? Uh, Virginia's 96. They are the 96. fourth okay. worst Power 5 team. Okay. Do you know who the uh, worst passing offense is by yards in FBS? Uh, Iowa. In FBS? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's Iowa, yeah. Iowa. Correct. It, it is Iowa. Worst in FBS. I said earlier, Iowa is the 2000 Ravens. They have a very physical, insane defense, and the offense is a, the most anemic thing you've ever seen. 
I just don't understand. I saw like something that they like, uh, they had six drives the other day and had a total of three yards on those six drives. Three yards. Like, how can you not put together like a functioning offense in you know twenty twenty three? I don't understand. You, uh, I, I guess you just simply nepotism don't care and I don't know. Nepotism. But even like an idiot, you think could put up more than three yards in six drives. So you're saying Andrew could put up more than three yards in six drives. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could too. I played enough Madden. I'm fine. Yeah, just run, uh, run, run four verts over and over, right? I'm sure there's like money plays in in real life too. We just gotta figure out what they are. Yeah, just run some pick plays. Yeah, and uh-huh. uh, we call them rubs on offense. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, we sorry. Yeah, we yeah. Correct. Yeah. We don't want to cheat. Um, all right. Let us move on and talk about the games last week. So last Tuesday, we had Coastal Carolina favored by four and a half at App State and Coastal won 27-24. Wednesday, we had UTEP at FIU, who was favored by two and a half, and they won, uh, sorry, UTEP won 27-14. Thursday, we had SMU. Uh, they like playing these midweek games there on here again this week. Anyway, Thursday, SMU play, uh, favored by 11.5 at East Carolina. They won 31-10. to 10. Friday, you had Stanford. Oh, boy. Stanford at Colorado, favored by 10.5. This was at uh, 10 o'clock. I, and, I forgot Stanford won when I said they were still the worst team in the, <laughs> in the uh, Power 5. That's funny. And Stanford wins 46-43. to 43. This one was, uh, if I remember correctly, still going on is this the one that was still going on at 2 a.m.? Or was that another was, Stanford game? No, or it was Colorado game? 2.30 in the morning because I stayed up for the whole thing. Yeah, I think uh, I, I tried to and I, I faded at 2. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Uh, This game had it all. Colorado was up 29 nothing at halftime. Uh-huh. Uh, then we had Stanford hitting a last-second field goal to tie it. And then in the second overtime, the Stanford they had a Stanford wide receiver went for 294 yards in the game, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Uh, and including the second overtime on the very first play, uh, Travis Hunter got mossed big time by that same wide receiver. I saw that. He, like, walked, like, 15 yards with him with yeah. the ball around his Trapped head. Trapped around his head. It was great. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, talk about one thing, uh, which is interesting. That uh, as Colorado was up halftime, at halftime twenty nine to nothing, uh, Shador Sanders took the time during halftime to promote his his own personal, <laughs> I think, jewelry brand uh, during halftime. To half be fair, time. There's, he, there's probably people who do that for him. It's still a really bad look when you. I when understand the optics of it. And you yes, and agree. then you get your ass beat by the worst team in FBS afterwards. Like, oh, that's yeah. That's I mean, not a I'm sh- yeah, but I, but like Andrew's saying, I'm sure he has like a social media person that does this stuff for him. I don't know. I'm sure he's got an nil agent, uh, handler, whatever they call him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, yeah, not not a good look to to put that up at halftime during your game. Anyway, so. Yeah, I think that we're at the point. Uh, what is Stanford now? Four and three, something like that. Uh, two and four. Two and Stanford. You were so close. Stanford. Uh, no, I, sorry, I'm, I'm at Colorado. I was thinking Colorado. Colorado is four and three. Four and three. And it's gonna be a battle for them to get two more wins. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about who they have uh, left. 
to play. And I was trying to find uh, who they have the rest of the way. And Google is not being very cooperative. Do you have the schedule up in front of you? Uh, no. Alright. But I can get it. I got it. They, they have right. UCLA, Oregon no. State, no Arizona. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Arizona's good this year. But Arizona's probably going to win. Washington State. And nope. Utah. Uh, I don't think so. Nope. No. They I'm are saying, not going to win another game the rest of the season. I'm saying, like, maybe one win out of that. Two. They win. needed this one. Like, honestly, to hope to be bull bound, but yeah. Yeah. I think everybody was counting on this one being a win. Then, of course, it didn't happen. Um, really bad. Anyway. Carrying on, Saturday, moving into Saturday, we got Arkansas, Alabama is favored by 19 and a half. Uh, they did not cover. They won, uh, <laughs> no. I believe, right oh. at the end, uh, 24-21. Oh, they had to, so, yeah. Yes, they had the ball. They ran the clock out at the end. But yeah. Arkansas had a chance to tie that game at the end or win the game at the end, and they did not. Well... There is a. It's I not the only game. So I don't know. But, not yeah. the only game this week that a coach's decision to not uh, uh, go for points has uh, come <clears throat> back to uh, to bite them. All I guess. I, all I know is at one point is Milrow had like it was like three for nine and had like two hundred yards and like all of his passes were over like fifty yards. Thanks. Um. Yeah. I. I don't really know what to say about Alabama this year. They're. They're a strange. They're a strange team. They, they seem to have a solid defense, I, I guess, but the the offense is, is... Yeah, I don't know about that defense uh, either. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. It, it's a strange year. Uh, Milrow is inconsistent. The funny thing is he throws a really good deep ball. It's just everything in between is not as great. Um, but yeah, that, that deep ball looks really nice. So if he can... If receivers have time to get open, then I, I guess that's effective if you hit enough of those. Um, all right, next game. Georgia favored by uh, 31 and a half at Vandy. Um, they won 37 to 20. and uh, Also did not cover? Did not cover. Hey, I think that hey, the... Andy, what's happened, man? I think that this would be what the... Uh, I'm not sure. I, I've used the term on here before. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but a, a is it a Pyrrhic victory or a per- Pyrrhic, whatever. I know how to spell it. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've okay. only read it. Meaning that a uh, victory that was uh, in some ways feels more like a, a loss because it was so costly. So in this game that, you know, Brock Bowers goes out with an oh, yeah. ankle injury. They lost our, our backup right tackle who the other guy was, you know, is already out. Um, and then Kendall Milton, one of our running backs, uh, had a... He's had... Uh, that, that kid has been kind of chronically injured since he got there and um yeah he i guess it, he's had some problems with his mcl and it tightened up at halftime so they held him out the rest of the way so i i don't know what the hell's going on uh with uh with that kid um he's probably just going to be off and on injured the rest of his time there but um bowers had to get uh sounds like tightrope sur- surgery which they've done uh, two of them already at uh, EGA this year. One of them was on the left, the right tackle, sorry, that's been out, like I said. He hasn't come back yet. Um, 
I'm not sure if it's harder. Oh I, I would assume for a high ankle sprain, it's probably harder on linemen because they just have so much weight on it, especially when they're like 6'6 six, six and uh, 380 like him. Don't uh, Google tightrope surgery. <laughs> I, 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 I briefly uh, looked it up, and I was glad it was blocked ooh. at work the other day. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> there is a real picture of a tightrope surgery happening. I don't... It's like the fourth result uh, on Google. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, God. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not going to look at that. Uh, they put a metal bar in there. I think that they said that the alternative to some of the recoveries, like that it's better than some option, I heard, because they put a screw in there, and that option. They do. They're screws. And there's a rope that goes through the screw through the boat. Oh, oh God. I just saw. Oh, God. Yeah, I uh, just stopped talking about it. Anyway, Brock Bowers, <laughs> the, uh, the, it's supposed to be a three to six week recovery. They have off week this week, Florida's next week, and I think Missouri's but following you talk. Week. You talked to Brock yesterday, and you had some information. Right. What, what is he telling you? How's he feeling? <laughs> I didn't talk to him. I merely said... You talk, did you text? You talked to Brock, you and he said he's going to be out one to two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, did, he didn't say that. He said he'll be practicing with the week. That's, with what, the, that's what you, the bye, that's what you said. Else. I said I would you not heard be... heard sh- from Brock. Or from Brock. Brock. I, would, I said Brock. I wouldn't be shocked if he tries to come back before <laughs> that shorter time frame, which, like I said, is three to six weeks, so... We will see. Um, it it depends. Uh, I think that he's one of those kids that's like that's a freak like Nick Chubb who still goes back to uh, <laughs> in the off season and works out at his old high school, benching like over six hundred pounds and 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 shit. Like the the kid just doesn't really have a life outside of football. And I think that or maybe he'll just call it like, quits, like the one of the bosses did. If he was going to call it quits, the the feeling is that he wouldn't have gotten the surgery. Because it would heal on its own anyway. You do this to try to come back sooner. But, um, I mean, it could be that he has a rough recovery and he changes his mind and he stays out. So, yeah, who knows? Uh, regardless, he, he should be fine. Um, Indiana was at Michigan. Michigan was favored by 33 and a half. They won 52 to 7. Indiana's real bad. Are they going to fire Tom Allen at the end of this year? Or they just don't care? They need to, but they owe him a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and that they don't have. I was gonna say, and football is not the not the money maker for them that basketball is, obviously. Yeah, but they get those sweet, sweet TV rights. That's fair. Yeah, where where are they spending that money on? They should get a uh, basketball. They should get what's oh, his name fair. to pay off. Uh, 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 Mark Cuban should pay off him, the coach. Pay off him. Is Mark Cuban an Indiana grad? He is. is. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Well, who knows? Uh, Florida at South Carolina. South Carolina was fair by two and a half, uh, and Florida wins forty-one to thirty-nine. So, um, man, South Carolina—they just—they. Uh, I did not watch this game because I think I watched. Wait, uh, Texas A&M, Tennessee. We need to. Uh, how did South Carolina lose? I know they were up by late in the game, so I don't. We know need to have a conversation about Shane Beamer there. I think. Um, and I think that we can that talk about how he broke his foot if we want to. That's he did break his foot while he was uh, throwing a fit at the Angry. end of the game. While he was having a tem- yeah temper tantrum. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I think I believe that I saw the the stats that he has the same exact record at South Carolina as Will Muschamp did after the same amount of games, uh, something like yep. that. So um, yeah, I think we need to have a conversation. And also, I I I would beg to differ that maybe South Carolina. Uh, the the healthy way of looking at things may be that the Spurrier years were the outlier, and maybe this is more of yeah. what they really are. 
Wait, because it I is. I can't believe South South Carolina fans think that they're better than eight and five consistently. <laughs> they but think not they even are. eight. They're they're not even. Yeah, they're not even eight and five consistently. That's not consistent. Right. Enough. They like they're a seven seven six eight win and, team. Six and, Six, yeah, I was gonna say six or seven win team. That's yeah. that's your that's your where you're at. I to think you're better than that. No, get out of here. They believe that they are a sleeping giant. They believe they just need the right coach. And I think they've been sleeping the for thirty was, years. Yeah, well, the big problem were those years with Spurrier before Spurrier you know, stopped caring and stopped recruiting. Were and also like it also coincided with probably the. I don't know, a two, three-year stretch where the state of South Carolina had some ridiculous uh, talent coming out of high school. And so, um, you know, they now they think that they're way better than they are. And this is what happens. I mean, but, they still have only know, won the SEC never. like once. Never. One. Never. They won the, never their won. conference or their division once, I should say. They've only yes. ever won the ACC. Um, they, and they that was... 50 years ago, 60 years ago? Yes. Uh, so on Winsipedia, they are a .509 all-time record. So just over, they've won just over half their ga- their games ever. It, it was a big deal when they went over 500. I don't, I can't remember how many years. It's it was probably like three or four years oh, ago okay. or something. No, it was after, I think. Okay. But it was, I mean, yeah, it was a big deal to them when they finally went over 500. Yeah, they've. Uh, All-time. Yeah, they've they have one conference championship, and in FBS that is 115th out of 131 uh, teams. So, yeah, like I said, I think that they honestly they should make more peace with who they are. Like maybe they can do a little bit better than Shane Beamer, but like y'all y'all got lucky that Spurrier uh, decided to like to, to play come there. like to play golf. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> yeah, also you guys need to remember that. Yeah that uh beamer was like their i don't know fifth or sixth choice like they got turned down by a lot of people uh before they hired Shane Beamer. well let's uh let's have let's have a conversation about how things could have gone differently and how mark Richt could have been the coach at uga longer which was that south carolina was getting ready to offer kirby smart and uh and the boosters and uh, big money people at uga heard about this and so that was when uh they they were not going to let that happen. So, um, do you think that he would have even gone there? I don't know, I don't but know, they uh, that that was going to happen, and that uh, it basically sped up the they, they had to pull the trigger on Mark Rick and get uh, and get Kirby in there, obviously. So, they they were not going to let that happen if it was even a remote possibility, I guess. Do you think Kirby would have done as well at South Carolina as he's been doing in Georgia? No, I don't think that they have the uh, the advantages that UJ has as far as like in-state recruiting. I think he would have done better than Bieber's done, but uh, I'm not sure how much that's really saying. It probably would have been more comparable to like Spurrier at the at the most. But I don't think he would have done any better than than Beamer, honestly. I think it would have been seven, five, eight, and four. Yeah, I don't know how long he would have even been there because he remember his first few years at Georgia he was you know not great records so it was just his first year um, the second year he was in the national championship somebody then refreshed he, Hugh, about the Hugh Freeze on that on that subject <laughs> he didn't win it yeah, but uh, he uh, he but, was in that um yeah Hugh Freeze somebody that that was the the talk last week of Hugh Freeze didn't realize that it didn't actually take Kirby Smart that long to get going at UGA. Um, anyway, yeah, his first year was, was rocky. It was like seven or eight wins, I think. 
Next game, we got Texas A&M at Tennessee. Uh, another game that uh, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh, Tennessee favored by three and a half. They won twenty to thirteen. Jimbo is. They're gonna find money in those couch cushions, in College Station and fire his ass this year. Uh, price of oil is looking pretty good, and that's what counts there. So. Any thoughts on? No, it's on, low. He'll, he'll be he'll be set for life, <laughs> either way. He will be, yeah. And he'll be uh, he'll be an analyst at at Alabama next year if Saban's still there. Yeah, he'll go through the Saban car wash. I'm just imagining Jimbo washing uh, <laughs> Saban's Mercedes, though. That's funny. Uh, Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin was favored by nine and a half. They oh. did not win. Iowa wins fifteen to six. Um, also lost their leading receiver for the year. Who did? Iowa. Not Iowa. They don't have a leading receiver. They do. They have a lead. He's a tight end. How many? How many yards receiving does he, he have? Like 150. 400. Oh, no, he has like 400. <laughs> he, look, literally, only for their tight ends. Only three other wide receivers have catches all season. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That's it's that's uh, incredible. Pathetic. He had no. He had 299 yards. Okay, so, so, at, so not they're, even 300. Not, their leading receiver did not even have 300 their yards. Their other tight end had 131 yards. Then after that, it's three three wide receivers. And then tight end, running back, running back, tight end, running back, fullback, tight end. Yeah, you know yeah, that I, they're... I just, just want to make a comparison for you guys. Iowa's top receiver for the year had 299 yards. Stanford's <laughs> receiver on Friday had 295 yards. <laughs> Uh, also, <laughs> Iowa lost their uh, Kate McNamara for the year, I think, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he got, didn't he get injured too? He's, I mean, he's, I think he's been, uh, I, I don't know that he's been healthy all year. I, oh, yeah, I don't really yep. know if it's going to, if it's going to really change things on offense. He, I mean, they're, he tore his ACL too. They're going to go from ass to <sighs> like more ass, I guess. All right. I, I don't know what else to say about Iowa. We could put them in the turn of the week every week if we didn't have that rule about uh, only one a year. That defense, though, is nasty. Sure. Yeah. It is. They're, they're going to win the Big Ten West. <laughs> <laughs> There's a path to them making the playoffs, and I would hate it so there much. There is. It is, and it's all they have to do is win out, and they make it. Yep. And they have no hard games until the Big Ten championship game. And all they have to do is against Michigan. Michigan, Michigan doesn't have that prolific of an be offense. Michigan or Ohio State, and it's like or Penn State. <laughs> and it's like all they gotta do is just catch one of those teams on like a down for one game, and next God. thing you know, they're in the CFP. I uh, hold on. Oh I'm, my gosh. Do you think the Do you think the committee would put them in? Yes. I feel like they would yeah. If you they win the out. Big Ten, you're in. I, You're in. Okay, I here's the so. thing. I, this won't happen because USC is not making the playoffs, but I'm imagining a world where Lincoln Riley's offense has to go up against that and him just not comprehending that they don't really field an offense and also that they care so much about defense. <laughs> like it, it would make his head spin. Like that game would. Um, God, I would love to see that. Maybe a bowl game. That would be incredible. All right. Um, where were we? USC at Notre Dame, speaking of. Notre Dame favored by two oh. and a half. Uh, Notre Dame uh, just beat the shit out of USC. 48 to 20. Um, 
think we can put a we can definitely put a uh I guess a pin and uh and a repeat Heisman for Caleb Williams. Um three picks been. and they yeah. were not like sometimes you look at a pick, you're like, oh, okay. Or it's like a tipped ball. All of his yeah. picks were just real bad. Yeah. I don't really bad. He still has to play Oregon and Washington, right? Right. At some point. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know. We... Let's see. Those games. Oh, they, they, oh man, they got murderers row here. They got to play. The rest of the USC schedule is kind of rough. They have Utah this week. Yeah. Then Cal. Then, oh, then Washington. Then Oregon. Yep. Then UCLA. That's that three week stretch is just brutal. Yep. I mean, the rest of their schedule is outside of Cal. Yeah. But at least they get that break in between Utah and, and Washington or Oregon, whoever's they play, they play first. But. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man! What a shame! What a shame! I did see that the they averaged four point one yards per play that game, which was the lowest in Riley's coaching history. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, Caleb Williams' uh, QBR for that game was like fifty-five, according to ESPN. Not great, Bob. So anyway. Uh, that takes them out of uh, playoff contention if they were already out, and uh, Caleb Williams out of repeat Heisman contention as well. San Diego State was favored by six at Hawaii. San Diego State won forty-one to thirty-four. Your game of the week was Oregon at Washington. This game did not disappoint. Uh, Washington was favored by two and a half. They win thirty-six to thirty-three after a series of, uh, I believe, multiple opportunities where. Uh, Landing could have um, gone for three uh, a yes, couple times. twice at least. Yeah, twice at least, and then did not. I thought that he needed to get touchdowns. Um, and, uh, yeah, they lose by three. So, clearly, if he had kicked those six points, you know. Oh, how close were they? I mean, we, we, we give a lot of credit. We almost count field goals as automatic, but... They were close. They were, the one, they were like... Uh, right before half, they bypassed going, like getting one that they were like the four yard line or something. I do understand I mean, what he's saying. Inside to the five, I don't know. I, the, uh, Especially the half, before the half, I don't know. The halftime one was bad know. because they were getting the ball back afterwards. You should have just took your points and, yeah, and like, that's it. Yeah. I understand if you were, and they weren't even, I don't think they were down at that point. It was they might have been down three or four points, but I mean they missed a field goal at the end of the end of the game to to not tie it. But I will say that that was probably the best game I watched this season. Yeah, it was a really good game. It was really That's good. what I watched this at of Florida South Carolina. Now it makes more sense. It was like, the best game I've watched this season. Very good. If you're, I don't know. Uh, my thing is, if you're getting your ass beat, then I kind of get going for touchdowns. If you're like a couple, if you're 14 points behind or something like that, I get like. You're like, okay, I have to get seven here because three, three doesn't, you know, at the rate that things are going, we're, we're not going to be able to keep up. But with this one, it seemed like you were keeping up pretty well. I feel like you just take the points. But, I mean, I know that the, the I'm assuming he's looking at some. It's really easy. Stuff. It's really easy. It's really in, easy in hindsight to say, oh, I should have taken the points. But I don't know. Uh, I always feel like when my team is inside the five-yard line, is fourth down. I'm like, just go for it. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. 
I don't know. I always like them to go for it. I mean, again, in hindsight, it's a bad call. I guess I don't. Know. I do know that the analytics people would probably tell you that. Uh, well, they they do tell you to go for two every time because the your something about like your your odds of making it are, um, you know, even if 50, you miss 50. one, it's the equivalent of like, and you get another opportunity to go for two and you get that one, then it's, it's basically a wash because of, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it gives you an upside where you could be ahead by more. I don't know. It gets into weird, nerdy analytics things. And at some point I just, I don't know. I feel like you take the points there, but whatever. Third of the week was very turdy. UMass was at Penn state. Uh, Penn state was February 42 and a half. They won 63 to nothing. So whatever they beat UMass. That was on here because it was UMass. Uh, scheduled at Penn State. Okay. Pac-12 after dark. UCLA at Oregon State was favored by three and a half. They won 36 to 24. And let's talk about... I watched this game. Yeah. I watched some of it. It was yeah, fine. It was fine. Let's talk about this week's games. We got uh, right now, actually, Middle Tennessee at Liberty. Liberty favored by 14 and a half. That was at seven on CBS Sports Network. What's the score? What's the score, Andy? Uh, yeah, let me... Uh, As of... 9.55 p.m. As of 9.55 p.m., it is uh, 42 for Liberty and 35 for Middle Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where is Middle Tennessee located? Uh, middle of Tennessee. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Also tonight, we have Western I need Kentucky. To, I need to... Con- I'm, I'm confirming if it actually is now. I have to look Okay. Up. No, it could be like South Florida, which sure. is like in Orlando. Oh, no. It's like right outside. It's southeast of Nashville. It's pretty middle. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure middle. All right. Don't don't tell me. It's uh, it's not Murfreesboro, is it? It is Murfreesboro. It is. Okay. Okay. Wow. Look at me. Um, Murfreesboro is like someone was looking. They were trying to make up a name on the fly. And they're just like, I don't know. Fucking Murf- Murfreesboro. Murfre- Murfreesboro. Murf- Murfreesboro. Yeah. Western Kentucky tonight also playing uh, their favorite by seven and a half, and they're at Jacksonville State at seven thirty on ESPNU. I do not have that one on, so I don't know what the score is. Okay, that's fine. Okay, and tomorrow we got, uh, <laughs> and this is the the better game in my opinion. I'm just trying to give something, so if you feel like watching it, you can. Wednesday, New Mexico State favored by three at UTEP at nine on ESPN two, and then. We also have on Thursday, James Madison favored by three and a half at Marshall at seven on ESPN. Okay. Moving over to Friday, we got SMU on another weeknight. Uh, they're favored by 20 and a half at Temple at seven on ESPN two. And moving over Saturday, we got a armed forces type game. I'm not sure what the actual name is. Maybe that is this. Uh, you got Air Force favored by 10 and a half at Navy. At noon on CBS. And then Air after Force that. Their, I think their quarterback's hurt. Okay. Mm. Now, isn't Air Force undefeated right now? I have I not believe been Air Force is undefeated. Ah. I believe that is true. Okay. Yep, they're 6-0. and And I believe their quarterback is maybe doubtful for this game. Great. Not, I mean, not great. I'm being sarcastic. Not, not good. Wow, why do you hate injured. the troops, Andy? <laughs> Andy's against the troops. <laughs> Tennessee at Alabama. Normally, this would be a more exciting game if both teams were uh, 
I don't know, a little bit more exciting, I guess. Alabama's favored by eight and a half. That's at three thirty on CBS. So you could have went with Chair Force on that quarterback. Oof. The Chair Force. I will let you uh-huh. uh, speak derogatory, derogatorily, whatever about them. So yeah, there's this game. Uh, Tennessee has been, uh, I would say, underwhelming uh, for at least the national people. I figured that Joe Milton was going to be a pretty massive downgrade from Hendon Hooker, and he has turned out to be. Their defense has actually been uh, the strong point of their team, the offense being pretty bad. And Alabama is just uh, weird this year, I feel like, so not really sure what to expect out of this game. I bet it will be a good game. That's my expectation. I mean, it's a ri- uh-huh. rivalry game. You got to. I don't know if it'll be as good as. Hell, I don't know if it'll be as good as it was last year, but I think it'll be. Last year Alabama was, was always like every year or every game so far it seems like Alabama's just been in a good game just because like something stupid happens. Yeah, I mean, last year I think in the same game I think they had a was it like fifteen penalties or something stupid like that. Um, oh, that's just every week for Alabama now. It is. Yeah, they're, it is they're, they're big penalty machines. Yeah. yeah, so they they might keep it a little closer. I mean, it is Alabama, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it'll be a good game. I'm just not... <laughs> I would say I'm not sure how good either of these teams are. That said, I still expect Alabama to win the, the West, but the West is kind of... Eh, this year. I don't, I don't really know what to... Like, I don't, I'm not really sure what their competition is, but... In a normal Alabama year, it wouldn't be much of a competition, but they've found ways to keep a lot of these games close. So I guess I'm agreeing with you guys on that point. Uh, Washington State at Oregon. Oregon's favored by 18.5. That's at 3.30 on ABC. Ooh, sneaky game. Watch out for that game. I know. I put that on here. I don't understand how Oregon is favored by 18.5. Not because they aren't good, but because Washington State is pretty good, actually. So That's got, and Oregon's got let down... Yep. All yeah. over them. I'd uh, watch out for that game. Yeah. I would not take Oregon. That's a lot points. of points. I yeah. might have to do some action on there. Uh, if you ever were going to, that seems like the one, which is probably means that it won't be. But um, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. West Virginia's favored by three and a half. That's at 330 on ESPN. Both these teams are kind of underwhelming. I added a couple of these in here just because the spreads are tight even though I don't think that they're going to be fun games, but uh, three-and-a-half-point game, so there you go. Minnesota at Iowa, another three-and-a-half-point game. Iowa favored by three-and-a-half. <laughs> What's the over-under on this thing? It's got to be late, 20. 30, 32. 32. 32-and-a-half. 32-and-a-half. Like I said, I'll only put this on here. I mean, you could we, we could put this as turn of the week, but we have the, you know, you can only use it once, so... Uh, yeah, but uh, we told you not to do it to yeah. But I mean, Ella Hasenko was really turdy. So and this game is—it's <laughs> trash. I don't. It's not turn of the week. It's like it's a different type of fun. Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I yeah, don't know what your is, definition of fun is, but is I don't it, think it'll be enjoyable to watch. It is enjoyable to watch to just watch how anemic a thing something can be. Is this just like <sighs> where you get like? Uh, where you play like Edward 40 hands in like the parking lot of like a, a dollar general and then just do like, I don't know, just do like stupid shit or like, like what is the, like, how is this fun? Because it's fun to watch just like a total incompetence on offense. I have to be drunk to watch this game. 
Oh no! I'll probably. Well, what time's this game? Uh, yeah, you'll be drunk. I pre- probably at that point, and most likely sad. <laughs> drunk and most likely sad. Perfect time to watch this game. <laughs> Continue the drinking. All right, uh, Army at LSU. Um, LSU favored by twenty nine and a half. This is at seven thirty on SEC Network. I only put this on here because sometimes Why? these service academies uh, give some problems to the no. big teams. But no. No. Did one of these teams, did one of the service academies transition to a pro style or something like that recently? Yes. Which yes. one was it? I think Navy. It was Navy? Okay. All right, good. Yeah, because Navy lost their head. They lost, uh, what's his Niam- name? Niamatololo? Uh, yeah. And I think they run or attempt to run a traditional offense now. I think it is not going well. Attempting oh, no, we're being run. corrected. Navy is still running the old triple. Oh, corrected. Army's yeah, but- running the option and shotgun. Oh, we have a live, uh, live offense. Live offense. Yep. Live offense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm not, not even going to correct myself. It's just, uh, fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, next game, we got Michigan favored by 24 and a half at, at Michigan state at seven 30 on NBC. Um, uh, today is really the bad. anniversary of trouble with the snap. I'll have, you know, uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. He's got trouble with the stab. Whoa! Will we get some more surrender cobras this weekend? I don't know. High Tune of in 51. to find out. High of fifty-one, low of thirty-eight. It's gray. The scattered showers. And gray. Yeah, it's fucking East Lansing. It's like time work, man. You <laughs> set your saying. clock to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> we put this on here. There probably won't be fuckery, but there could be. So <laughs> there could be. I, I don't. Is that that's a night game? Yeah, it could be, could be. They they don't even have a coach, and they're awful. But you know, look out. Yep. Uh, I don't like that amount of points anyway. In in that story, that sort of situation. Um, Duke at Florida State. Florida State favored by thirteen and a half at seven thirty on ABC. Is Duke's quarterbacks out? Right. Is he still hurt? Uh, he got hurt know. during their last yes, the yes, Notre Dame yeah, game. He's gonna be out. I think he's gonna be out for a while. Okay. Well, still. Uh, are, are these the apparently the he is currently teams? he is currently day to day. Are these the best two teams in the in the ACC? Yes, uh, I think UNC is better than Duke. Probably uh, that's probably true. UNC and Florida State are the best two. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Louisville might be better than Duke also. I don't know. Although, Louisville. last week was not helping that case. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Utah at USC. USC favored by six and a half at eight on Fox. And I guess I'll... I'm assuming this is on our pickums, but uh, I will have to do some research and see what the... Uh, See if there have been any updates on uh, Utah's quarterback, because that is how the game will go, most likely. Uh, let's see. Oh, apparently there's talk of Cam Rising being redshirted. Oh, is the articles that I've seen. He could still play games this year, but still get redshirted. We can play four games. Uh, yeah, four. So he could sit out. I'm assuming one more week and then come back and still get the red shirt. I guess that's if he 
makes the determine. I mean, is he a pro quarterback? No, not I at all. I don't think he is. Um, yeah, might as well just play as long as he can. Then enjoy being a uh, starting quarterback at a, you know, at the state school. Um, I'm sure it has some privileges that come along with that. So anyway, uh, that that should be a fun game, regardless. Utah loves putting uh, USC in a headlock normally on defense, but I just unless Cam Rising's back, I I don't know if they can outscore them. Then again, uh, some other teams have looked great against USC's defense, so maybe that's the the cure that Utah's offense needs is to just play USC's defense. So Clemson favored by three and a half at Miami at eight on the ACC network. Tom, are you going to watch this? No. Okay. Why would I start now? <laughs> I mean, it's my like a bad place to start. It should be. Yeah. Uh, it should be a win. Should it should? I mean, a lot of wins should have been wins, but they're not. That's fair. Okay. Well, we'll keep you up to date then. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Or maybe Katie will. Maybe, maybe she'll get to keep you up to date. Does she usually uh, watch the scoreboard for you? Uh, I mean, if it's if she's if there's like highlights during the LSU, when, I don't does LSU play this weekend? They probably yes, they play uh, Army, Army, oh, the Army, Army. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's at the same time. Then she'll probably give me updates. Ah, okay. Or I'll be watching Army at LSU with her, and, and I'll see, see updates. Yeah, on the score bug. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Or if they cut to the game for whatever reason. Here's the deal. Yeah. We need. Yeah. We need. Yeah. Um. Here's my soapbox. Okay. Okay. We need. We need to get rid of the score bugs. Yeah, the, the, I agree. the ticker at the bottom needs to go away. Well, the, we, don't, we have the internet. If I want to know a score, right. I, it's very easy yes. for me to look on my phone. Yes. I will say I don't. Can, I don't need, notice yeah. them, but yes, we don't need them. I I don't need them there. They they're giant. They take up so much space because now they stack them like two high. Especially on because they put ads on there too. now, don't they? Yes, it's so obnoxious. Yeah. I don't. That's why because it's ad space. It's like the that's same. They... If you want to like every once in a while put like, oh, here's the games that are currently happening in their scores, but we don't need like during an eight o'clock game. I don't need to know the noon scores. Well, I don't need them right. especially yep. now because I got multi view on YouTube TV. So if I if I care about a game, it's most likely already on my TV anyway. So right, but even if like you have your phone, if you just want to check a score, that too, it's very. Uh, quick. I just don't understand. Get yeah. rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, really. That's fair. Be yeah. gone. Be gone. Game of the week: Penn State at Ohio State. Ohio State favored by four and a half. It opened at ten and a half. So line has moved down. This is at noon on Fox. Uh, Andrew, how? Wait, it opened at ten and a half. What happened? What, six six points is a lot. Yeah. I don't think that that opened at ten and a half. It opened at I saw four and a half is where I saw it open. I don't. Know. Vegas Insider consensus said it opened at ten and a half, and it's at four and a half now. I do not see that anywhere. Okay. How do you feel about this Six game? Point how seems how like tight a is lot your how tight is your butthole? In like three days. Is I'm it really trying, tight? There's this is this did not open at ten and a half. I see nowhere it says it opened ten and a half. Okay. Shenanigans. Uh, just maybe it opened at ten and a half at the at the beginning of the season. Or preseason, it might open ten and a half. But when it opened this week at four and a half on Fanduel, it was four and a, or at four and a half. And okay. Fanduel when it opened. Anyways, um, well, I'm kind of I'm pretty nervous about this game more so because of some injury concerns from last week. Uh, during our game, we had to burn a red shirt potentially on a running back because our top three running backs were out. Uh, well, our top two running backs were out, and then the third one got a concussion during the game, and so we had to 
potentially burn a red shirt or a fresh or a red shirt on this guy's sophomore, who is actually probably the best running back we have on the team, but that's near runner there. Uh, uh-huh. Mbuka might be out again. Yeah, Andy, the screenshot that was opened when it opened in like July. Ten and a half points. Fine. Did not open this week at ten and a half. It didn't specify when it was. It just said it opened ten and a half. Uh, Mbuka is still. We don't know if he's playing, which is bad. And then our best defensive back, Denzel Burke, got injured in the game last week. We don't know if he's back. And this week, as normal, when people ask Day about injuries, he's like, I don't talk about injuries. Uh, the only time he doesn't talk about injuries, though, is when someone's not playing. Right. Uh, if they are playing, he's very forward of like, oh, yeah, they're playing this week. And the fact that he did not specify anything on them leads me to believe neither of them are, or none of them are playing, which is bad news. Not great. Um, I don't know. I Penn State's hard to gauge because we haven't really seen them play anyone. Um, I mean, they've looked good. Versus the, they've looked good for, from what's been put in front of them. And they looked really good. I mean, the fact they put 31 points up on Iowa is actually really impressive when you look at what else Iowa's been doing this year. Um, and Aller had a good game versus Iowa. But I I just I don't know if what to make of that defense because they've basically played no offenses that exist. Uh, so it's hard to, hard to gauge them at all. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a lot on this game. I'm always nervous. Penn State game. It's going to be close. This game is always close every single year. Are you year. bet on it? No, I will not bet on this game. I will not touch it. <laughs> you told me you would not bet on Ohio State before, but then you bet on Ohio State after you said that. So I don't know uh, anything you say. That's I weird. won't bet on like close. I won't bet on games that are like they have the potential to lose. Like last week, they had no potential to lose, so I didn't bet. I bet on it. <laughs> also, 18 and a half points okay. was stupid to give Ohio State last week. Way too low. Too low. Why so um, low? Why so low? So I don't know. Uh, I'm concerned about our offensive line holding up versus Penn State's defense. Uh, like I said, I think Penn State's defense is is hard to gauge, but what they've done so far is very good. Uh, our offensive line has struggled versus basically everyone on run on running the ball, which is what you have to be able to do versus a team like Penn State. Uh, I think our defense has played really, really well this year. Uh, this game, I think, I think this will probably be like ugh, like a 24-20 game, it's 21-17, like that type of game. Okay, that's my thoughts. Okay. Oh, it's at noon. Okay, good. Big noon. So you think Ohio State wins? Or are we doing this in pickums? We can talk about that later. Uh, okay. I am yeah. also this game being a big noon is some bullshit because it was gonna be a scarlet out. Should have been eight o'clock game or seven o'clock oh, game. Oh god, I forgot we talked about the scarlet out last time. Bullshit. We're all gonna wear the color that we already wear to the football games, yeah. and we're gonna call it a color out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm. Ugh, so now I gotta be on campus at like seven thirty on Saturday. I mean, you could go later if you wanted to. You know, you're not going when you're to. playing Michigan at noon, you love it. What's what's because why do you play Penn State that's November. Penn State games are. Always like the week before like Halloween, and it's always like a seven o'clock game. That's just like this how it is. Not how it is anymore. I mean, big game should be at three thirty or seven. No, no big game should be at three thirty. Why not? 
better than noon. Three thirty because it no. ruins the whole day. You miss the early yes. games, you miss the late. Three thirty games, games are the terrible. worst game time of all. Oh, whatever. Well, let me put that. It's the worst game time if you go to a game. Sure. Is it, is it worse sure. than being there? At if you're at home. No. Yes. No. Yes. 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 When you when you go to right. a game at noon, at least you're back at home in time to watch late games. Yeah. Sure. When I, I go to when you go to a game at three thirty. If you're watching other things, it's it's good, but it's less convenient to to be there. And you're lucky that you're in town. You're not driving from an hour or two away. Yeah, when I go to Clemson games and I go to like a three thirty game, I don't get home to like eleven, twelve at night. It's the worst. Yeah. See, terrible. Three thirty games mm. are the worst, Andy. Fine, whatever. Yeah, because it, because it's like eight p.m., I'll just stay in Clemson overnight. If it's noon, I'll go home, and I'll, I mean, I still will almost miss the late games, but still, but. Yeah, I don't, if you're not mm. like a total degenerate like me, you could show up at like 10:30 to campus and be okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Turn of the week. Um, this is only on here because of the channel that it's located on. So App State is uh, favored by six and a half at Old Dominion at seven on the NFL Network. So. Yeah, why not? I'm not sure when the NFL Network started showing uh, college games, but. Well, here we go. Inside the NFL what is on the CW now, so. <laughs> I almost included. I forget who it was. I think it was uh, UNC. Whoever they're playing this week is on CW. But uh, the spread was uh, such that I, it was like twenty nine points or something. So, I, yeah, he really cares at that point. Um, Pac twelve after dark game. We got Arizona State at Washington. Uh, UW favored by twenty six and a half, and that's at ten thirty on FS one. So there you go. And let's move into cool. Pickums. Oh boy. Oh, oh dear! Oh, I don't think I, I don't think I did well. Oh so. boy! <laughs> I do not. Think right. I did well. Last week we had. Oh wow! I did do very well. Texas A and M at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee was oh, three and a half man. point favorite. What a great! I week. picked. I picked Texas A and M to win. That was incorrect. Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> Up next we had Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin was a ten point favorite. <laughs> Andy and I said no. Wisconsin would not cover that. And in fact. Wisconsin lost. It was actually the only one you got correct. We're getting, wow. we're getting there. <laughs> okay. Uh, up next, we had Miami at UNC. Uh, I did not account that Tez Walker... Is that his name, Tez Walker? Yeah. I did not account that he was going to be playing. Uh, I picked Miami. Uh, I think... Do you well, do you really think he was worth, like, I don't know, three touchdowns? I, isn't I that what he scored? Yeah. I don't know, but I think he scored three three or four touchdowns. I didn't watch the game. I don't know. Yeah, he had three touchdowns. So, yes, I do think he was worth 21 points. (laughs) But you do. Are you saying that another wide receiver couldn't have done that? No. I don't know. Okay. That dude's special. All right. Wait, you mean that Mac Brown and UNC were fighting to get him back for reasons that were not entirely altruistic? I mean, the reasons he was being blocked were even less altruistic. Sure. I'm just saying, <laughs> so. they, would they have fought like they did for him if uh, if they didn't think that he was this good? I think. Well, I'm, I'm sure he, they wouldn't have accepted the transfer if they didn't think he was good. Yeah, so That's fair. Uh, so that was wrong. Uh, USC and Notre Dame. I thought USC would win. Oh, boy. That was... Didn't, I, didn't, I did not expect... Uh, Notre Dame's offense to look that good, even versus a really bad USC defense. I, for whatever reason, thought I picked USC. I'm glad I did not. Uh, and then 
After that, we had Washington, Oregon. I picked Oregon. It's the only one. And that almost happened, but did not. <sighs> Meaning, last week, Tom went 4-1. and one. Andy, perfect 5-0. and oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went 1-4, and four, and Vegas went 4-1, <laughs> bringing your current season standings to me in last place at 11-14. Andy and Tom tied at 14-11, and 11, and Vegas running away with it at 17-8. and eight. Let's get into this week's pickums. Let's do it. Uh, Let's Tennessee at Bama. Does this have a name? Does this have a name? Uh, this rivalry? No. No, it does not. The cigar game. Uh, sure. Cigar game works. Yeah, sure. Uh, Alabama's an eight and a half point favorite. Tom, <clears throat> do they cover? <sighs> I feel like Bama's just barely been beating everyone this year. So I'm going to say I think they win, but I don't think they cover. I agree with that. They win, but it's less than eight and a half. Uh, I think that Alabama's not. It was embarrassed after last year's Tennessee lost. I think Saban's <laughs> embarrassed after this season. What's happened so far? I think Bama blows Tennessee out of the water. Covers easily. Okay. All right. Let's and hope Vegas. you keep your luck going from last week. And Vegas will take yeah. the cover. Uh, up next, we have Clemson at Miami. Clemson's a three and a Why half. Why are you putting Clemson on here, man? Clemson is a three and a half point favorite. Uh, so Vegas will take Clemson as the favorite. Sure. Um, boy, I'm going to take Clemson as well because Miami is fucking spiraling right now. This is at uh, Miami. At, at Miami. Not that it matters. I mean, I was going to say, yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't know that home field advantage stadium. matters all that much uh, for Miami. Um. I think both of these teams kind of suck, uh, but I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Clemson. Little old Clemson. Little old Clemson. You already Tom, know Tom's. Uh, not gonna I'm gonna take. Team. I'm gonna take Miami. Yeah. yeah. Well, I even still, I I I, I think that uh, Miami will win, and I think it'll probably be. I don't know about like a touchdown or something. Up next, we have Utah at USC. Unknown if Cam Risen's playing. Tom, does USC cover the seven-point spread? Oh, we're just doing covers? Uh, For this one, I'm going to go... They they also do not cover ever because they can't play defense, so the other team always stays uh, close. So, no. Uh, Does USC cover here? No, I don't think they do. Uh, I think USC does cover, uh, especially if Cam Rising doesn't play. I think if Cam Rising plays, they do not cover, but I'm going to say he's not playing. I'm going to say they also do not cover, or they do cover, and Vegas will say yes as well. Okay. Up next, the over-under special, he Minnesota sucks. at Iowa, 32.5 point over-under. Uh, so we said Vegas does the over. So Vegas taking over 32.5. Easy under here for me. Half. Just go ahead and put that in. 32 and... Okay. Easy under. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I think the score would be. Iowa... So like, Wisconsin was... What was it? 16 to 5? So that was 21 points? 15. 15 to 6. Sorry. So still 21 yeah, points. Yeah, still though. 21. Yeah. But you get a 14-14 game. That gets you 28 points. But then you need 17. And you need 20. I'm going to say this goes over. I'm saying over. Okay. I'm gonna say it's gonna be twenty to like fourteen. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go under. 
also. I don't think anyone's going to score a touchdown. So. Ooh. Yeah. Andy, think, what's your bold prediction for this? Hold on, we all have a bold prediction. No touchdowns. I'm saying 20 to 14. Okay. Andy, what's your bold prediction? I think I think it's bold, but I think that the the the, the total is less than 25. I'm not even sure how bold that is. All right. And then last up, we have your game of the week, Penn State at and Ohio State. Ohio State is a four-point favorite. Tom, who wins? Is that Ohio State? Yeah. Is that Ohio State? This is at Ohio State. I'll say Ohio State. That's the only. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't Here's know. the thing. I don't feel this good about this. Is good. This is a very tight butthole game for both coaches and for all fans involved, probably too. Uh, that said, both these coaches are going to make questionable decisions, and I think that uh, with it being at home, uh, Penn State makes one worse decision than Ohio State does, and Ohio State wins. Uh, I am. I think James Franklin is a phenomenal recruiter and a terrible game game coach. Uh, yes, I've never seen anyone at like that high level make so many bonehead mistakes. And until he can prove me otherwise, I am not picking James Franklin to beat Ohio State. So I'm going Ohio State. That's fair. I would say that also uh, I'll have day you know, tends last to overthink time. the some of the big games unless he has like a, a month to prepare like the UGA game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm just uh-huh, saying uh-huh, uh-huh. you give Day a month to, to prepare for anyone, he's gonna come out with a good game plan. But he's got a week, he's gonna overthink the shit out of this game. Uh hold on, I gotta look up something real quick. Okay. Also I think James Franklin just sucks as an in game coach, so like you said. The uh, let's see, when was the last time that our listener says it's going to come down was, to like a blocked punt, and I could see that uh, Ohio State the, winning because of a blocked punt, like a return for was, a TD or something. Was the last time that Penn State beat Ohio State on the on the blocked field goal? Oh, I remember that. That was. And that I remember because that blocked field goal would now be ruled an illegal play. <laughs> so the last time Penn State won was off an illegal play. Where did they uh, climb over somebody or jumped yeah. over somebody? Oh, okay, they jumped over a dude. Yeah, but it was not legal at the time. But just so you know, that was the last time they won, which was like okay. the last time since uh, probably the fickle year. That's what I would guess. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, there you go. Pickums. What questions do we have? Uh, where are my questions? Here they are. Do 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 do. Uh, that was last week's question. Uh, a Penn State fan asks, "What flavor of insane play would you prefer to allow OSU to beat Penn State?" Well. I'm always partial that there was like a streak of like four straight years where Penn State threw a pick six. So we started calling them pick six university. Uh, uh-huh. I would like to keep that trend up of just that is just another pick six. Uh, okay. Hopefully when Ohio State's up already a touchdown and then it just seals it at the end. That would be my my dream scenario for the end of that game. 
right in front of James Franklin. So you can just see him just be sad. It's like the first deep pass attempt Drew Aller passes attempts all games. He's only attempted two deep passes all season. It'll be his like third one he's ever attempted, and it gets picked off. Yeah. Would you like it if like as the as the guy's like returning the pick six, he pointed to James Franklin? Yes. On the sideline? Yes. Like Although a, that would probably be taunting, but still. Would it be like an Urban Meyer type point where he's like pointing at the camera or whatever he was doing there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It starts hopping up uh, and down. I believe this is a first-time question asker, but here we go. From an A&M fan. He has two questions. Yeah. First, who would be your serious suggestion for a Jimbo replacement who could maintain high recruiting standards and improve game management while not ticking off the fan base? I mean, no one will not tick off the fan base, but... Okay. Who can maintain who high recruiting standards and improve game in game management? I well, have I, the first oh, part is Mario oh, Cristobal. The second part is not. <laughs> the legitimate answer for this is Mario Cristobal. Someone who I, I think if if no if this if this job opened this year and I think a legitimate contender for this would be would I, like no joke be Urban Meyer. Yeah. Okay. Because it goes into a, everything that Urban likes. It's a good situation Question. of easy to recruit. They can pay him a buku amount of money. But what about okay. his heart condition? It comes and goes. You know this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It seems to come around when, when things uh, start getting tough at the where, wherever he's yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You just yep. Urban is a mercenary of college football. You get him yeah. for a couple years. He does some good things, and then he pitters out. It's fine. Sometimes yeah. maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. Okay. Uh, so uh, you, you uh, said so Urban outsider. Meyer. I think Urban, and I think Urban would legitimately highly consider that job. Unlike when people are like, well, "Who's going to go to Michigan State?" Like, fuck off. He's not going to Michigan State. That team's a disaster. I've I've seen some uh, Mike Elko uh, mentions. I don't know that uh, he, I that I don't know of him Elko. as yeah. I don't know of him as like a high recruiting guy because that's maybe where he's been at. Like it seems more like he's overachieved with what he's had, whereas it seems like Jimbo's underachieved with what he's had at uh, at A uh, and M. So maybe Elko could be good for a while. Uh, while he still has those recruits, if they don't all transfer out immediately, which they probably would. Um, but I the question would be, what would happen after those recruits were gone? I a lot of people would probably say uh, Dion, but like I do not see that at all. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, I mean, he is wearing a cowboy hat now. That's true. Yeah. Do not see Dion. Let's think. Who else could we? Um, do we want to move on to the follow-up question? It might be more fun. Well, I was just trying. I don't know. I right. don't know. Follow-up. Who's the idiot we'll hire instead? <laughs> Billy Napier. <laughs> Shane Beamer. Um, uh, <laughs> Will Muschamp. <laughs> <laughs> would be the idiot they would hire. Uh, I think some some people are cut out. I've I've said this before. Some people are better off as coordinators than they are uh, head coaches. Sonny Dykes, Muschamp is one of them. Is better off as a coordinator. Hugh Freeze. Uh, you jest, oh. but that might be like that might Hold be a happens. match made in heaven. Hold on. <laughs> Maybe this goes under the first one. Uh, yeah. Giffen? No, Lane Kiffin does not go uh, under the first one at all. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, is he not a serious suggestion that could maintain high recruiting standards and improve in-game no. management? No. No. 
No. So would he be Lady? the idiot that they would hire instead? No, I think he's neither. <laughs> okay. I think he's just, yeah, average. I, I think he'd be, like, fine. I don't know. Yeah. Lane would be eaten alive at Texas A&M. <laughs> I don't think he wants to go into that meat grinder of, like, uh, <clears throat> just a situation. I think, it, if, if nothing else, I think he's learned that he enjoys being able to, like, you know, win eight, nine, maybe ten games at Ole Miss, and he can probably stay there as long as he wants. And he's in a market, and like they're, they're totally fine with that. Uh, next question. Illinois fan asks, can the big end up with three playoff teams? No. No. No conference will. Uh, the problem is... You well, not, would, not this year. Well, ne- next year we go to 12. So, okay. The, realistically, the way you could... I don't know how, because every... You'd have to get two from the Big East. You'd have to have Iowa win the Big Ten West. <laughs> and you'd have to get two from the Big East, Big Ten East, and in any scenario, but, it would give yeah. two losses to every other team that's not in the championship game. The only way that Iowa gets I in think. is if they beat the East team. And if they beat the East team, then I just don't see a, a world where the East gets you in. You need an undefeated East two. team. You would need yeah. an e- undefeated East team whose only loss would be to Iowa, so that they would get in. But then that would leave probably the other teams with two losses because in a scenario where yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State, they beat each of those teams one well, it could work. If you had it's so not say Ohio State if Ohio State loses no, because every team would have two losses outside of the championship team. I mean this is like the other hypothetical situation where uh, the ACC has three undefeated teams. Like A the ACC circle of suck is gonna start kicking in here real quick. You're not going to have three undefeated yep. ACC teams at the end of the year anyway, and they're not going to put three ACC teams in the playoff anyway. The ACC's not. I don't think it has that perception. Like they're not going to get two teams in there. Uh, not this year anyway. Be lucky to get one, but we'll see how it goes. I guess. Uh, that's your questions. Uh, checking in with our one question of our MAC teams we picked. Tom, your Northern Illinois Hold team on. is currently three and four. Wait, we have a question. From our, uh, oh. we found out that our this person is not actually a libertarian Texas fan. I'm very uh, Wait, shaken by this information. Yes, you got to read the the pins in one of those channels. Um, uh, now that we're at the season's halfway point, which team has been the most surprising? Can be good or bad. Ooh, most surprising. Most? Honestly, Oregon State. Mo- Oregon State. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Colorado. Duke. For me, Duke was good last year. It's not that surprising. That's fair. I, I still, I, you know, I'm trying to give Duke some, uh, Duke some credit here. I don't think that they're going to stay right. undefeated, but I think that they're a very solid team. I think Oregon State is the most surprising team because they were. What? Let me see what they went last year. I feel like they were not good last. Maybe were they good last year? Question: Is DJU also doing really well with them? Oh, they or went nine. And, they went nine and three last year. Or ten and three. He's doing okay. Okay. Probably better than he was doing at Clemson. Listen, but I mean, he's not. I wanted amazing. I wanted DJ to do well uh, when he went out there. I also wanted DJ to do well. I yeah. think that I mean, the guy seems like a super. He seems like nice a guy. like a nice guy that it just did not click. With him, maybe it was scheme. Maybe yep. it was having, you know, 
not not having six six receivers to throw to anymore, or Hunter Renfro and his dad bod. I don't I don't know what the deal was, but um, it, it didn't work out well. So hopefully he's thriving as well. Most, let's think about most disappointing. I would say Illinois is the most the, the most disappointing team I've seen. Um. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't think they're doing bad, but I think I'm kind of surprised at how like not good Alabama. I was is. gonna say with the uh, we, looking at the blue chip ratio, I believe that this is the highest that they've uh, been in some time now. Like they are an extremely talented team by any recruiting measures, more talented than uh, the three of our teams on the composite rankings. Yeah. So uh, vastly underachieving but, at and, this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, relative to their talent, you can say, well, we don't have any good receivers or we don't have any good linemen. I mean, I think that's your own damn fault if you don't, because they're, uh, they're talented. Um, and if the, the, if they're not bearing, I don't, I mean, like the, the product, the end results, I think you got to look inward (laughs) at that point. I, I will say, yeah. I mean, you won't complain about your line. Fine. I'm pretty sure everyone on that line is a blue chip. Yes. So Correct. either they're not, either you missed on all of them, or you're not coaching them. And if I you mean, missed on all of them, be... that's also on your recruiting evaluation. Yeah. Yep. So it, it's on. Uh, you could say we, oh, we are our, our recruiters, of which we we've done extremely well with recruiting for the past like decade or so. Like suddenly they they lost it. Did they lose it, right. or are you just not developing them well? And maybe that's a position coach thing. Um, you know, ultimately the position coaches are retained by the head coach. So at some point, it, it kind of comes back to the to. And I'm not saying that Saban uh, has lost. Saban's it. washed. Say it. He's washed. <laughs> I don't know that he's washed. I I think that washed. It, I think that he may be having problems. I think his staff is bad. I think his staff is bad. And I think the problem is that the kind of people that he wants to get to replace them are probably not willing to come and coach for him at this stage of his career because they know that he doesn't have that much longer. Um, I mean, he's probably got like a few years left and it was probably easier sell like seven or eight years ago. Come in there and work for him. That's all I'm saying. I don't think he's washed. I think it's harder to fill those <laughs> positions now. I almost said something. Oh, our Iowa State fan said you phrased it like he's going to die. And I almost said, when you say he's only got a few years left, I was going to say on this earth. I didn't mean that. I mean, just at Alabama. Saban will, Saban will coach beyond the mortal plane. I do think that if Saban realizes that he has lost uh, whatever he had, lost his mojo, uh, and he doesn't think he can get it back in the time that he thinks that he has left to coach, then I think that he'll step down rather than like dragging it out forever. I think he's got too much pride to keep it going. And, uh, you know, only when in like seven games a year, like I think Saban has too much pride to, to do that. He'll just bow out. There you go. Okay. Is that all the questions? I guess. I guess. I thought you had. Oh no, you you were updating us on our on our Mac programs. Yeah. Please continue. So, Tom, your Northern Illinois team mm-hmm. is going three and four. Excellent. Yep. Akron one and six. I, I picked right. Kent State one and six. Ball State one and six. Yeah. Things are going well. 
I mean, I think we were all picking from uh, shitty teams. So, But Tom's team is almost 500. Yeah. Let's see whose Tom's team plays this week. Shall we? Eastern Shall we? Michigan. Yeah. Tune in. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Okay. 2.30. Oh, then I will not tune in. I will not. Also, I don't have that anymore. I'm a degenerate. Not that much of a degenerate, though. <laughs> you used to have ESPN+. Plus. I did, for other reasons. Uh, not for... It was Ooh, kind of... Soccer. A, That's how much Ooh. of a degenerate he is. It was, I just uh, look at ESPN for, for the soccer. articles. It was for soccer. <laughs> it, also, it also came along with some occasional college football stuff and uh, uh, Bill Connolly's SP Plus stuff. And now I don't have that. Anyway, um, how did your... Oh, wait. I was going to ask how your experience went with uh, getting Peacock this last weekend, but I guess you were at the game, so never mind, Andrew. I was not, I was not at the game. I didn't go to the game. Oh. Did you go to your parents? I thought about you, it. I thought about get, it. Oh wait, no. Yeah, it was at it was in uh it, it was Purdue. at Purdue. Yeah. Tickets were seventeen dollars and then it was gonna uh-huh. rain, so I decided not to go. Uh smart. Uh no, I went I watched it at someone else's house who got Peacock. Okay. There was no pregame show. It was okay. just a black screen that said like your program <laughs> will start soon for like twelve minutes leading up when we turned on like right before. Uh-huh. And then the commentators were real bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was Kyle Rudolph, who was a, I believe that's his name. He was the tight end. He used to play for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. He was real bad. Uh, You're basically getting like NBC, like C tier uh, commentators, were, I guess. It, it was bad, bad. There was a, at one point, they didn't really show replays, know how to do it. There was one point where there was review happening on the field. And like, no joke. They didn't show a review of the play for like four and a half minutes. I wonder if they're well, just running they're just, it in uh, OBS. There's just like a shot of the field, <laughs> and they're just like refs reviewing the play if he was out of bounds or not. We're like, okay, well, can we can we see it? Can we decide as well? Then they huh. finally showed it. It was like they lost the tape and had to go find it. <laughs> hmm. uh, I do know a bunch of local bars streamed it, which hopefully. Uh, the liquor control was not there to yell at them. Yeah, because that's part of liquor control. And that could okay. be uh, big trouble. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, the odds of uh, of them actually stopping by one of those bars might have been. Well, really I reported all of them who said they did. <laughs> okay. I narked, I narked them all out. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're switching to be a Notre Dame fan now. I got it. I'm pro Peacock. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so that does it for this week. And uh, I guess we will uh, talk to you guys next week and enjoy this week's games and tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.